All right, Wayne Bettis here, the founder of the Off The Tools podcast. I just want to introduce you to our brand new sponsor, directplumbingsupplies.com. It is founded by a former tradesman who has set up his own plumbing and heating merchants. He has an online shop, which is obviously at directplumbingsupplies.com, and he delivers across the UK. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the show. Today, I am going to take you on a journey. It's a journey that I have just gone through myself, and I feel that the world should hear it. And it all started on January the 2nd, 2023. But before we get into that, I wanted to go back a little bit to give you some context before I share share this journey with you. And basically, I've always been sort of overweight. I'm a short ass, you know, I'm five foot eight, little legs, uh, I'm very heavy, you know, <laughs> um, my weight has always fluctuated. I've, I've, I've always been on the chunkier side of things. So that's just been who I am. And I, I got really big back in 2017. I, I, I weighed over 115 kilograms, I think it was. And that was really the start of everything that my life is now but I didn't know it at the time. So to keep it brief, I started to lose weight. I started to invest in myself as a person. Also started my journey into self-development and learning and educating myself uh, about business, about improving, about relationships, about everything really. Um, And I lost a lot of weight and my businesses started to thrive, which was all fantastic. Um, then COVID hit. And obviously, as with everybody, it was a little bit unknown, but quite frankly, we had a fantastic few years. The My boiler business went really well. My coaching, which is off the tools, went fantastic. Um, and I can't really complain, but there was one little snag that in April of 2022, I had a, what, at the time felt like a stroke. So my face went numb. I couldn't talk. I was slurring. Uh, obviously I went to hospital and it ended up being something called Bell's palsy, which I've actually had multiple times, but you can never, you, at, when they happen, you never know if it's a stroke or what. So you have to take all the precautions. Thankfully it was only Bell's palsy, but th- this introduced um, a bit of a knockback to me up till that point, everything had sort of been going really well. Um, and so obviously I got diagnosed with Bell's palsy. I went for scans and everything. Nothing was untoward. So it's just sort of one of them things that happened, you know, <laughs> you can't control everything. Uh, there was no real answers, but what it did was in the short term, it, I was exhausted. I was on steroid tablets and, and other medication and it just knocked me. So I had a good sort of month or two off on the surface. I was still working with my clients. I was still sort of trying to put a brave face onto it, but it was the start of a bit of a negative patch for me, both personal business, you know, life just didn't feel the same. I was sort of slipping back into this negative mindset. My weight was creeping up. So I needed to, thanks to the training that I've had, I needed to change something. And what I did is I applied for London Marathon. Um, I've ran in the past, uh, longest I've ran is probably sort of 
10K, sort of that's six miles. That was years ago, back in 2017, 2018, when I lost my weight. And I've done a few 5Ks here and there, but I am not what you would call a runner. I'm five foot eight, very heavy, <laughs> uh, little legs. So I, I'm not designed for it. I, I, I'm probably more of a weightlifter, I would say, in my build. Like I've got quite a lot of strength, but not that I do that anyway. But anyway, I wanted a challenge and this seemed to be a good idea. So I applied, you know, it's a ballot, so you don't know if you're going to get a place. Anyway, so life life was ticking on. I was trying to make the changes needed to adjust. I had sort of started back at the gym. I was starting to run sort of two, three miles here and there. And then I got the news that I got a place. And at this moment, I was a little bit torn. I was just a bit like, oh shit, I've got to do this now. Um, I was also excited, you know, it was going to be a good challenge, going to be something that I'd never done before. Uh, and something that I just genuinely needed. I needed to push myself. I needed to get out of my comfort zone and really push myself in typical Wayne fashion. Anyone that knows me will, uh, will know I do this is I didn't make massive changes. I just, I enjoyed Christmas. I said to myself, I'll start training in the new year and that'll be plenty of time. And so I enjoyed Christmas, put on a load of weight as everyone does through drinking and eating. Um, and then Christmas come new year passed and it was January the 2nd. And this was the official start date of my training. I downloaded a free plan from a Bupa website, um, that gave us runs to follow trainings and stuff that sort of is designed to get someone from being a novice runner to being able to complete the marathon. And on January the 2nd, not that anyone will remember, but I remember because of uh, what I had to do. I had to go and run 1.5, well, 20 minutes. Um, I had a 20 minute run according to the schedule. And in my mind, I thought, uh, I've run five uh, five Ks, which are three miles. You know, this will be no problem. But I hadn't ran for a good few months. I'd obviously been eating, drinking, and smoking all Christmas, so I wasn't exactly primed to to go running. It was peeing down outside. It was cold, but I dragged myself out. I got my shoes on, and I started a very loose run. <laughs> I say loose because it was very very slow, and made my way. 10 minutes. My idea was that I will run 10 minutes, turn around 10 minutes back. That, that'll be my 20 minutes. Anyway, I got to nine minutes and I just could not breathe. I could not believe how out of shape I was, how just in such a short period of time of running, I felt so crappy. And I'm like, we're humans. We're designed to do this, but I I can't even run for 10 minutes. So I took a couple of deep breaths and and waddled my way back home and thought, oh my God, what have I done? What have I done? I've signed up to run 26.2 miles and I can barely run 20 minutes. So I really, that night I really contemplated, you know, should I just not tell anybody? Should I just, just forget about him? But I woke up the next morning and I sort of felt a little bit better. I was a bit sore, even though it was such a short run. But I thought, you know what, sod it. Let's just let's just stick to the plan and try and get through this training and and assess where I am and where I'm at in a few months. And 
that's what I did. And and what I noticed along the way, obviously the training was was designed for a novice. So it wasn't particularly hard, but it wasn't easy either. So I stuck to the plan. Uh, there was four runs a week and obviously they progressively got longer and longer. And I was sticking to them. I, I think I, I missed one or two in the first sort of six weeks, but nothing major. Like it was um, all going well. And what I noticed is as I was doing that, my mindset was changing. My my attitude to work, my attitude to family uh, had all started to shift. Not not quickly, but I could notice a few things that I was just a little bit more positive. I was a little bit more patient. I was a little bit more loving and caring and 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 a little bit more hungry for for the business and everything that I do. So the training continued and and at that time, sort of six weeks in, I was fairly confident. Although I hadn't yet done a long run, I was confident that my body was getting stronger. The weight was starting to come off. I was having to go to the next bolt, uh, bucket uh, hole in my belt, which is always a good sign. Um, and yeah, I was, I was really, really positive. And the training, although the distances were creeping up, they weren't anything that I hadn't done before. So they were sort of two, three, four, five miles at this stage. So I was still well within a pre-existing comfort zone. Then we went on holiday. So this was in February. Uh, so this was probably about week six, week seven or week eight, I guess it must have been. And I was like, I can't let, I'm away for a week. I can't slip on this training. I'm going to have to like make the effort and, and get the time, get up early and get out and, and do these runs. And this was where I hit my first real obstacle. So I did, I did what I said I was going to do. I got up, I did my runs, but on one of the days it was a six miler and I hadn't run a six miler in five years. I think it was, um, obviously I was been on, ho- I was on holiday. So we were all nice and relaxed, eating, drinking, smoking, you know, usual stuff, playing all the fun with the family. So I got, I, I got up, I looked out and, and, and the weather looked okay but it was cold. It was obviously February. So I made sure I put my jumper on and, and off I went. I, I I got about 200 yards down the road and I just had this sudden fear that I couldn't breathe. My, my chest went really, really tight and I started to panic. It was a panic attack. I'd had a few before in in my past. So I, I quickly realized what it was. I sort of, my natural reaction when these happen is to sort of strip off any restrictions. So back in the day when I did some boxing, the first things I'd have to do is get the gloves off me so I could sort of feel like, feel like I weren't constrained. So in this case, what I did is I, I had a running belt on. So I whipped that off. I whipped my jumper off, sort of was pulling on my tight sort of under armor t-shirt just to just to feel like I, I weren't being compressed and this was a real shock because I hadn't had a, a panic t- attack for a while um obviously I was on holiday so I weren't particularly stressed or anything I, I couldn't really work I don't even now to, to this day I don't know why I had it but what I did do is I I remembered you guys you guys listening you guys in the group you guys that are in my uh, coaching program off the tools Alliance and thought to myself, you know, I've said, I'm going to do this marathon. How I, I can't back out now. You know, one of my mottos, as you know, is no excuses. So that really, really spurred me on. And, and I, I managed to calm myself down to sort of 20, 30 seconds, maybe a minute and sort of slowly 
started the jog again. I knew I wasn't going to be going at a fast pace because of how what I'd, I'd just happened. But I thought, whatever happens, I'm getting through this. So lovely. It was it was lovely. It was a nice uh, running along the sort of beach promenade. So it was lovely view, seas to my left, seaside towns on the right. Uh, and I completed the six miles. And for me, that was like a real pivotal moment. I was roughly halfway through the training um, and hit this bit that what at the time was my biggest obstacle and managed to push through. And I just wanted to include that because there's always ups and downs, you know? Um, but what this, what that moment did when I got back from holiday, uh, work had stacked up a little bit and I missed a couple of the bigger runs. So we were meant to do a 10 miler and a half marathon and for lots of reasons and, and quite frankly, lots of excuses, I just didn't get them done. So I was still doing the small, small training, the three miles, the six miles, the eight miles, but I hadn't gone beyond that and I'd missed two of the key big sort of um warm up distances that are designed to condition obviously you to do it. So I knew I I knew I needed to do a big one. And that like I said earlier, the longest that I'd ever ran was uh six miles, which is around 10k. And on the plan it was an 11 miler. So I thought this is going to be, this is going to be a challenge. I, I was a bit nervous, but I thought, you know, if I run local, if I, anything happens, if I injure myself, I can, you know, I can hobble home. So off I went and I absolutely smashed it. I loved it. I couldn't believe it. it obviously I was sore, I was tired, but I got through it and I was really pumped up and, and really energized and, and, yeah, just absolutely loved it and thought, if I can do this, you know, yeah, it's a lot further, but sod it. So that was my longest ever run, 11 miles. Can't remember the time. I think it was around two hours, two hours, 20, two hours, 10, something like that. Can't remember exactly. It's all on my Strava, if anyone wants to follow it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was really pumped. I had a couple of days off because I was sort of extra sore, got back on onto the smaller runs in the week. And then the next week it was meant to be a half marathon uh that i'd already booked i'd booked to to do a half marathon down in london but we had some stuff going on at the house and i, I just couldn't get out of it so again i missed another long run so um sort of in my head i knew this wasn't good but i just sort of it is what it is you can only do what you can do and and quite frankly i could have gone out at night um so I'm a bit disappointed in myself that I made the excuses to sort of bail on them. Anyway, the week passes and I'm like, I've got, to, I've got to do a big run here. I, you know, I can't on the schedule. It was a 15 miler. So again, another big jump up. And I thought, do you know what? I'm going to just have to do this on Sunday morning. So I put on a little backpack that has like a water cannon, like water drink thing in and uh, out I went and the wind was horrendous. It was spitting and the wind was just against me the whole run. But I slowly, slowly, but surely got around the 15 miles. Um, and again, when, you, when you've when you run that sort of distance, that was my longest ever run because obviously previously it was 11 miles. So to get home and, and realize that I'd just done 15 miles, which is over half a marathon. Half a marathon is 13 point one um so i was very very chuffed with myself i couldn't believe that a i'd actually done it i was still i'm still smoking so smoking 20 fags a day still quite heavy but the weight was was coming off 
Um, I felt amazing, tired, but amazing. And then I woke up the next morning and I, on the day, on the Sunday, I didn't really feel much pain, but I guess that's like the adrenaline and the endorphins in your body. But when I woke up the next morning, my I couldn't put any weight through my foot. It, I felt like I'd sort of broke the toe where it joins to the foot. And I was like, really like kicking myself, like, damn it. Like, what am I got to do? I've got to do some more long runs. I've got to, got to keep, keep this momentum up, but I could, I just couldn't walk on it. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to give myself a week off of running, which isn't ideal <laughs> at that point of the training at sort of nine weeks, 10 weeks in, but what can you do? If you're injured, you're injured. Um, so I, I did a few sessions on the cross trainer, but that still was putting pressure through, through the foot. Um, so pretty much had the week off and, and thought, you know what, one week isn't going to hurt me. During that week, we expediated the work that we were starting on our house. And, and all of a sudden, as that week was drawing to a close, we had builders lined up for the week after. And um, before I knew it, we were smashing the house to bits and, and I'm going to pick up materials. I'm carrying stuff. I'm lugging old bricks in and, and, you know, general laboring stuff. So again, I, I was just exhausted. I just couldn't find the time or the energy to run. And that one week off quick, quickly escalated to five weeks off. And that was, <laughs> that wasn't good. And like, I knew I had to, a week before the marathon because the training plan was 16 weeks and I hadn't run for four to five weeks. And I was like, I've got one week now and I've got to run combined. My two longest runs, the 15 and the 11 of which up to that point were my longest runs, I had to do that in one run and I sort of had five weeks off. So there was a, uh, there was many times in that, that last week that I thought, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to have to pull out. I, I can't do this. I, I've, I was still smoking. I was, um, the weight was off the weight, the weight, cause of the work, the manual work I was doing on the house, the weight was, was coming down. So that wasn't too bad, but I was still smoking heavily. Uh, hadn't trained. And I thought, what do I do? What do I do? How do I get out of this? I thought, can I fake an injury? Can I just pull out and and just sort of forget about it and just not post about it anymore? Um, and again, that's when when I realised that you guys like were a key part of that because I thought I can't. How can I show my face in off the tools in the groups? How can I coach the guys that I coach if I gave up just because things were hard? So. I readjusted. This was the Sunday evening that I had this realization. I hadn't ran in five weeks and I thought, well, I've got a week to go. So I thought whatever happens, I've got to get a few small runs in. It was too late to do any big runs because obviously I needed to be primed for the, for the actual marathon. I, I couldn't put any big runs in, but what I thought I'd do is a couple of short, fast runs just to put some strain through the body and just to test my my mental strength to sort of push through so i went and did a personal best 5k uh which is three miles ish so that was a bit of a moral boost because i thought okay well i've just done a personal best 5k obviously i know the distance is nowhere near the marathon three miles to 26.2 miles is totally different but i really had to push so i was confident men mentality wise that i i had the strength still i hadn't lost that and physically, I was just at the mercy of of the course, really, because I hadn't put the big big mileage in. A friend of mine, he had done 
sort of 10 mile plus runs. I think he even did a 22 mile run pretty much for the last eight weeks of the training. So he was, he was conditioned. He was ready to do it. And I was the total opposite. I hadn't even looked at the course and thought about nutrition. I hadn't thought, I hadn't thought about it. So we went down to London to pick up our travel pack and, and my friend Pete was, was talking about the track, like the, the, the course and talking about his nutrition. And I was just like, Oh my God, I'm a fish out of water here. I haven't thought about any of this. I didn't even know where in London we were running. Obviously I'd seen it on TV. So I knew you sort of run past the big Ben and whatever, but I didn't really know much else. I didn't know if it was uphill, downhill, flat. I literally had no idea. So again, I had this, this wobble that, I'm picking up this marathon pack to run 26.2 miles. The longest I'd ever done was 15 miles. I'd only ever done that once. And the second longest run I'd ever done was 11, which I'd only done once as well. And these were all six, seven weeks ago. And I thought, I need to, how, how can I, how can I get out of this? And, and anyway, somehow I pushed, pushed myself through with the support of my wife and everything as well. That really helped. And I thought, I'm in now. I've just got to, just going to have to grin and bear this and just, just somehow get round just to save my own face, really, quite frankly. Then I realized, then I shifted that because that was a little bit of a naive sort of view. And, and what I then used to, as my sort of power was that my kids were excited. Obviously they were coming to London to, to watch me uh, with my wife. And I thought, I'm not doing it for anybody else, really. I'm doing it for them. I'm doing it for, to show them that anything is possible for starters, but more importantly, you've got to do what you say you're going to do, because if you don't honor your word, then what, what else? There's not, you, you, you're not, you're not going to do anything in life, are you? So that was really the pull was that I told my kids I was doing it. Obviously I told you lot as well. I told everybody on social media, but I told my kids that I was going to run London Marathon. So come hell or high water, I was running London Marathon. Unprepared, yes. Unfit, sort of. Smoking, yes. Bit overweight, yes. But I was going to get around that 26.2 miles come hell or high water. And that's the end of that chapter. Stay tuned for the next part of this journey. See you soon. I really hope you enjoyed the show. Um, I just wanted to pull it out there for anyone listening that I offer business coaching, but also life coaching. My life is centered around something called the three B's, which stands for body, business and balance. When you work with me as a coach, we tackle all three aspects of life. So you as an individual, body, mindset, health, fitness, knowledge, education. Business B obviously stands for your business, improving, maximizing opportunities, elevating, making more money. And balance stands for your for friends, family, loved ones, you know, making time for everything in your life. And the three Bs is the core element to that. If you'd like to learn more, I would ask you to reach out to me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you might be consuming my information. Um, or you can email me directly at wayne at offthetools.co.uk. I'm here waiting to assist you to elevate across all aspects of life. Have a good one. No excuses. Let's go.